0: All right, welcome back to the Mellagers and Monkeys <laughs> podcast. It has been six, maybe longer, seven months. I don't know, Shane. Too long. Been? Way too long. You caught, really caught me off guard though. Oh, I didn't you, back. You Jesus. Did not, oh, Sorry, mate. Didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't expect me to start so <laughs> quick. Straight out of isolation. A lot to catch up on. Shane, what's been happening? Not a lot. Well, well that's not true. Let's really. start off with the, the big news for you. Yeah. Go on, You you break the news
1: um i've knocked madison up (laughs) all right good way of putting it (laughs) Uh, congratulate oh by the way madison isn't here she oh yes she's a a a bit sick we're um 17 weeks now so she's over the morning sickness part but um she's just got a cold at the moment so can't really talk very much but yeah unfortunately
0: i'm gonna gonna miss having her here Uh, she steers the ship but (laughs) Mate, that's big news. Who would have thought you, oh, mate. a father with responsibilities, that my sperm would even still be working? Well, like. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too. I mean, yeah. But yeah, that's exciting. Man. How you? I've spoke to Madison about how she's feeling about it. She's obviously over the moon and can't mm. wait. And she mm. doesn't want a boy. What about you? How you
1: feel about everything? Really good. Yeah. That that <laughs> she doesn't want a boy. <laughs> she's gonna kill you.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> she would prefer, a girl. That's, sorry, that's, She'd prefer that's, a girl. She would prefer a girl. It's not it's not like it's it's a girl or an abortion. No. Nah. <laughs> um But that is a hashtag. No, very excited. Very yeah. excited. Yep. Um I thought like when she first told me I did freak out a little bit. Um Yeah. Just like I think like everyone does like fuck, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Um But, um, yeah, mate, the next day, like, I just started getting my head into, like, the baby books and stuff and reading up, and I just started getting really excited, so I'm I'm pretty happy to um, move on to the next chapter of our lives.
0: It it has come at a good time for you, because, you know, anyone who listens to the podcast knows the ups and downs that Shane's been through, Mm. Uh, and maybe the last, what, 12 months, you've been in a really good place really good place so to have this responsibility come in now yeah like you say next chapter of your life it's perfect yeah hundred percent
1: man like if i hadn't like started this process um all that time ago however many years ago we we started i started seeking help and stuff yep uh, there's no way i would have even considered bringing up a child like I, i didn't have enough room in my own head for myself let alone um for someone else but yeah um, had
0: this you know had this have happened a couple of years ago I would have been oh. <laughs> nervous about how <laughs> social services on speed time <laughs> yeah but, but you know, more about how you would cope yeah um, with it because obviously i've I've got a he's nearly four now mm-hmm. I know how difficult it could be yeah um, and knowing what I know about you dealing with that stress yeah at a certain time in your life would have been, would have been pretty hard yeah like hard on you and Madison as well but um it the day you told me I could tell that you were um you're ready you're confident yeah um oh mate
1: we're, humans and beings have been doing it for millions of fucking years or hundreds of thousands of mate, years how hard whatever. could it be yeah you it's know? fine mate
0: yeah exactly <laughs> you can put your left leg in your pants your right leg <laughs> in your pants
1: you can i'm pretty sure you can handle a baby yeah so no, nah, we're, we're we're stoked and i don't really care the way what it is like yeah um yep. so we had what was our 15 no 12 week scan um yep. obviously seven weeks ago um and they we like. She's like, I can have a guess based on like where I think it's the pelvis or something, how it's sitting up or down. Yep. And she's, she said, oh, like 85%, 90% sure it's a girl at this point. And yep. I'm happy with that. I would have thought you would have a girl. I don't know why. Scream, what are you trying to say? You, <laughs> scre- you
0: scream beta. I don't-, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> I love you though. Well, since we last caught up, a uh, big thing in the world isolation mm. it's changed everything we're a bit late to the party discussing it obviously
1: <laughs> i think everyone's been waiting for our opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: with bated breath what does tommy and shane think about isolation <laughs> and covid um it's fucking great i've saved a bit of a cash dude 100 it's good what is it how does it work like what does that do
1: for you oh, for, for us like we were just gearing up to do a um a, a two-week exercise when everything started happening yeah and um we they tried to change it through things so we could do it on base. But even then, because we work out of the uh, Bushmasters, yep. being in such close confines, they just couldn't do it. So, they're not cancelling that. Yep. And we basically got sent home to work from home. And we were just getting... Um,
0: I can't just- imagine that, like being in the army working from <laughs> home. Because maybe the last time I saw you, you like, yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on- Yeah, right
1: I the think army. it all depends on like... You, what, what your role is? What your role is. Like for us, it, we were able to keep pretty busy because... Like, our job entails a lot of research into things like that, uh, into different... threats and things around the world about yep. um munitions and ids and stuff like that so we were able to like just do assignments where we could you know do assignments and then stagger it so that one team would come in and we'd give a back brief on on certain things and just yep. do different assignments different homework and things like that so we're, we're still able to remain pretty pr- productive at home what um if you know what are the infantry boys doing during because the no, no they can't really I don't associate um... with that scum anymore
0: because <laughs> <laughs> they can't really work from home <laughs> Oh, i got no idea, man. Although well, you can play Call of Duty from home. So. Oh, yeah. Infantry,
1: uh, minor tactics, mate. Good to go. Yeah, Exactly, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting back into that a little bit, actually. So I. Shout
0: out to the infantry voice, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> bit of Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Um, mate, for, for me at work, like, it's situation no change.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I there's no way they're going to, like, mate, yeah, I can't just work, work from, from home, home, guys. Yeah,
0: can't work from home. Uh, so, it's just, it's the same shifts, just, you know. There's When when the isolation first happened, you could see there were less people yeah. yeah. Out and about. Like it was beautiful. No traffic on yeah, the road, yeah. you know, but like some shifts were pretty boring because there was just nothing going on. Which <laughs> oh, is please pretty-
1: someone stab someone. <laughs> yeah, oh, for yeah, God's come sakes. On, someone
0: committed a crime, you know. Give me something to do. Um <laughs> But I guess for members of the public, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that nothing's <laughs> happening. But um yeah, when everyone was just the first few weeks, they were just staying at home mm-hmm. um you know, driving around. There's no one to really interact with. Yeah. And it was weird going to coffee shops and you know not really seeing anyone yeah 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 and see a lot of my favorite restaurants and coffee, coffee shops closed that's obviously the big issue yeah that's, oh yeah 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 had to go to maccas <laughs> oh you poor bastard <laughs> oh, no no i like their coffee <laughs> um but yeah like it hasn't changed anything for me but works the same saved a bit of money mm. i'm dying for a pub to be open though <sighs> probably not for you no nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And when you're not really a social guy anyway. No, it's like... So, for me and Madison, nothing's much. my shape. We're, no. we're home. If boys, anything, so. I'm surprised you knew about COVID and isolation so what? happening.
1: What do you mean we can't? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, like, I think a lot of people have been in the same boat where you realise just how much you miss, like, little yeah. things. You know, like, um, gym. That's the big thing. That <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe not for you. <laughs> um, going out to public places yeah. like parks. yeah, Just being able to go out and, you know... Do things, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people have struggled with. Um, it sounds like a personal problem, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, you and you look like you've been isolated for like <laughs> 10, 11 weeks,
1: to be honest. Oh, it's been good because uh, we've we've just started going back to work week on week off, swapping with um uh the different troops, so yep. there's not too many people at work we can keep separated and um, yeah, and that kind of stuff, but um you know not not having to shave every day has been pretty fucking sweet yeah i'm liking the moe. it's looking good oh she's getting lush she is getting lush and you got it looks like a new shirt mate <laughs> yeah best and less man 100 bucks 100 bucks is best and less i got like seven shirts four pairs of pants and jumpers fucking good to go i don't know how or why i ever thought spending more than 5 dollars on a shirt was a smart thing to do
0: you know how like um when females get pregnant, they uh, start nesting. As opposed to other people getting pregnant, <laughs> other genders. As gender soon kids. as I said it. I mean, <laughs> no, but females in particular, when they get pregnant, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. they go through the nesting. It's like you've, uh, your dad brain's turned on. Oh, like, 100%. I need bargains
1: on cheap clothes. Oh my God. Like, I swear I'm getting like sympathetic pregnancy hormones or something. Because <laughs> yeah. like, just getting even more emotional watching <laughs> think, like commercials on TVs and
0: Uh. you'll um you'll start noticing things like once bub comes along i remember driving from the hospital home Mm. um you know the first trip going home and going oh shit i gotta look after a kid you know me and carly and i drove so slow i remember people going past me i was like fucking slow down what's (laughs) wrong with everyone on the road or like the first time we took him outside in a stroller for a walk it was just to the end of the street and back and a car went past doing like 45 i was like what's this bloody idiot doing slow down mate you'll get that protective nature yeah yeah it'll be weird to think of you like that too
1: what angry with the world
0: <laughs> you know what it's not that much, <laughs> yeah, a it's not gonna be that much of a
1: change for me <laughs> but um just speaking about um you know things going a lot better now um it was funny yesterday madison had her first um phone uh, had to be a phone consult obviously with yep. the covid stuff um with the midwife that um, one of them we're going to be seeing they rotate through um and i was asleep for whatever reason madison decided not to wake me uh whatever
0: (laughs) you mean she didn't want that in point (laughs) yeah but she was
1: rattling off what the midwife was saying and one of the things she brought up was smoking i'm still smoking at the moment yep and uh, a little bit of something like that, that anger in me built like with society fucking coming out for the first time in a really long time where she's like, oh yeah, so she's like, "Yeah, you got to stop smoking. She's going to refer you to this. And I just started like, I'm like, I'm a fucking grown ass man. If I want to fucking smoke, I'll fucking smoke. <laughs> I'll fucking go and have a dab right now. Like, <laughs> just, uh, a of just like that primitive side of my brain just like engaged and just got real fucking angry. But like, obviously they've, they're, they're doing their due diligence and like. Yeah, mate. Yeah.
0: Are you still vaping?
1: No. Okay, good. I, <laughs> if, anything, if anything, I prefer you to be on the, on the real <laughs> stuff. you're going to do it, do it properly, would you? Yeah. Uh, but uh, like, I think that's actually the first time we had have had an argument in a very long... Like me and Madison having a really that's long good. time. Yeah. Oh, Not good that we well, had the argument, but... Yeah, you know, but like... Yeah. Uh, but like after like... She, she went I was like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Yeah. And I just had, had to like calm down and think about it. I was like, okay, like they're just... They're trying to do the right thing, but it's just yep. like... If I want to fucking quit smoking, I'll fucking quit smoking. Like, don't tell me what to fucking do. You know where I stand on it?
0: <laughs> I want you to quit smoking. I'm worried about your health. Have been for a while, but uh, puff away, mate. <laughs> 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 That's good up my nose. Doesn't, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. But it is good to be back finally, back in our studio doing mm. this and uh, gives us another excuse to catch up.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, this would have come out earlier, obviously. But, well, um, well,
0: let's talk about that. As many people would have seen our posts last time, come around, good to go, Yeah, ready to uh, record. Well, I was ready to record, coming in hot, and then uh, what happened, Shane, the computer?
1: Yeah, the hard drive decided didn't want to play the game and wouldn't boot, so we didn't have anything to record on. Um, but luckily, I've um, built a new PC now, and holy shit, if that wasn't the smoothest setup we've ever had.
0: Yeah, finally, because
1: yeah. um, people don't
0: know, every time I come over to record, the process is the same where Shane hasn't got anything to together yet, He's moving the computer into the studio. He's normally shirtless, <laughs> shoeless, just in <laughs> shorts. He sits down, and maybe two minutes into it, I hear him go, Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, and something goes wrong. And then last time, yeah, the computer just blew up or something. So yeah. I was very disappointed.
1: But it was, right. it was a good catch up, anyway, because we had rolls over. Um, yeah, yeah, one of his good mates come st- over sit and sit in,
0: um, a couple of drinks, and yeah. catch up on old times. So no, good. it not been a really good day. Yeah. But we're here now, and we've had quite a few people send questions in mm. so that's what we're going to do today answer some of the questions you guys have sent in shane's got them ready to go madison was kind enough to uh write, write them, them down them. Yeah. And she was the one going to be asking us the questions but um as she's a bit too sick she's written them down for us so what do we got mate i think we got a few i do
1: ne- everyone everyone worried about tommy's hair he gets gelled up Oh, is yeah. Someone wanted to know about uh, my hairstyle or something. Know what the fuck but, that's uh, about anyway. Um, so my, my hair's first good. question, you tell me, send that in. Yeah. So I think Mike. I'm trying to read Madison's handwriting from Mike. So uh, I think this is for Tommy. Uh, what's been the most confronting part of being a police officer? Mm, um.
0: Oh man, where to start? Like, there's there's that many things that you can find confronting about the job. I think for me now. Um, your traumatic jobs involving children, mm. um, that's any job involving children, yeah. Uh, I find quite confronting now. You know, it, it, it always is, but before I had my son, it would affect me less, yeah, I would say,
1: because you didn't have anything to really yeah, you can't super, connect it to. You, you, now you you might superimpose that onto, like, what if that happened to, y- yeah, to yeah, that's
0: right. Um, and now, um, yeah, now having a child, you go to these jobs and you put yourself in that position. Mm. You know you know what it's like being a parent. Um, well, not yet, but yeah. Well, no, no, no. Um, one, without going into any details, I'll touch on this. Uh, a job that happened in the last couple of months that many found quite confronting, and kind of shook up. Our division was a job involving the death of three young children. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. I yeah, I, I won't go into yeah, the details. Yeah. Um, a lot of people listening will know what I'm talking about, but it was it was a domestic violence-related incident involving <laughs> three children um, being killed. Um, I was on that ship. I didn't go to the job, mm. but listening to the commentary of the sit reps coming over the radio from cops I know that went, um, man, the whole division was affected. Yeah, right. And it was really weird that day um, as the day went on and people were coming in and out of the station that were going to the job. You could just feel everyone was deflated. Yeah. From the coppers that went to people just in the station who were listening to the suit reps on the radio. It, everyone was just sad, and it reminded me of like when we were over in Afghanistan when the boys got killed. Mm.
1: There the was whole mood, like the murmur. mood just dropped yeah. for
0: days. Um, you know, but you could you could feel everyone kind of coming together as well and looking after each other. Yeah. So from a policing point of view mm. and like a, a team point of view that that's a positive we can take away of how well everyone looked after each other maybe an
1: indicator of um i guess us as um well especially first responders and and mm. people in that line of work like it's getting easier or, or um people are getting in those jobs are getting better at communicating and talking through
0: yeah absolutely like everyone was asking everyone mm. you know, hey hey, how, how you going yeah you know how you dealing with it from the day that it happened to a few days after and um, you had the bosses come down and check in on everyone, and they even organized, I think a few days later, um, a bit of a catch up for everyone involved in the job yep. to check in on everyone. Um, which, you know, that's a really good thing. Like an uh, after action review, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty good. So, you know, there's an example of, of one job that anyone would find confronting, mm. affecting everyone on a large scale. Um, I think I answered the question there
1: yeah I'd say so (laughs) okay so uh, next question not sure who this is from thanks Madison Uh, um, uh, what is the toughest slash hardest decision you've had to make in your life Um, I'll let you answer this one first yeah thanks Um, (laughs) uh, it's probably way harder decisions I've made but like the only one that comes to mind it's probably getting back into the army actually yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That that would have been a big thing. Yeah, it's probably the thing I th- I've decision I've had to make that I've thought most about. Yep. Um, knowing what I like this time, getting back in, what I was getting myself into, like full open eyes, knowing um, you know the free- freedoms I'd have to give up and yep. what it would mean. Because at that time, like that was like my height of like alcoholism, fucking major depression, yep. all that good stuff um and i just felt at the time that if i didn't get back into the army i was probably going to kill myself yeah. um it, it was just uh, like looking back like the thing i missed the most about it was that camaraderie and and mate yep. she was said that so many times um and being with other people who understood what i had had gone through and yep. just having that commonality um before you made that decision did you did you consider anything
0: else? Well, obviously, then you were working for so the postie. So.
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing I <clears throat> like that I had to consider at that point in time was Madison, because yep. obviously when I met her, I was on you know we, we were just friends at the time, but I was on my way out. My discharge was in, and like yep. for her, she never thought she'd have to deal with me being in the army and you know being an army spouse and all the all the crap that comes with that. Yep. Um, so it was really hard for her. Um, coming to terms with like, because I, to be honest, I didn't give her a, really an option. I, like, I said, I, if I don't do this, you're gonna lose me either way. You know, yeah. I'll either be dead or well, you shouldn't should, lose me if I go back to the army, obviously. But you know, I, I just need to do this. And like, thankfully, um, you know, she's just was a strong enough person or silly enough to to keep following down this path. But I think it's worked out. Um, so well for both of us because it's what eventually led me to getting help because of, um, you know, having a good... Not only through you guys, my, my my old best mates, but like my new friends that I've made it, um, in my new units, you know, helping me out and put, pushing me to go and seek help and things like that, yeah. so... Well, when you first told
0: me, you rang me and said that you were going to get back in the army, I was like, oh, this is
1: a bad,
0: bad yeah, decision. Yeah, but yeah, But now, I Mate, can see how that yeah. was...
1: That, that was the right decision. And I think part of, like, I... <sighs> I probably am a bit institutionalized. Like I find it. Oh, Matt, you have to be. Yeah, I I find it not. Yeah, I find it hard to think of like any any job that I could do outside the fence that I would be, you know, happy with. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's worked out really well for both of us. But uh, yeah, the hardest part of the whole thing was. Like being in that relationship with Madison and kind of not giving her a choice, but still trying to think about it. Like it took me probably six months before I even called someone. Like just thinking about it day in, day out, and just yep. knowing, like, fuck, I, you know, it's going to be dictated to me when I take leave. I'm going to be away all the time, and yep. and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, well, there you go.
0: Yeah. Does um, now that you know that you're going to be having a child, mm. how do you think about your career? With the military. Is that something you want to continue forever or
1: does Um, it make you rethink it at all? A little bit. Yeah. Um, I've definitely given a lot more consideration to exit strategy. Yep. So I think I briefly talked to you about like something I want to do with um, Madison's sister and her husband. He's a copper yep. as well. Yep. Um. And he wants to try and get uh, like I've always talked about buying property, li- trying to live off land as much as possible, yep. a creating bit. a cult. Yep. you talked about yes. It. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me about this. Um. So they're actually <coughs> keen to do something very similar. So one th- what we want to do is buy some land together. Yep. Um. Split the you know split the land in half and build houses on it- either end of it. Yep. That way, um. You know, we we're uh, bringing down the cost of you know building houses, but also like having a place where because we're so like so close, the four of us, um, and just get on so well. Like we want that to con- kind of continue for our kids as well. Like yep. the way I grew up with like fifteen different cousins, you know, uh, six brothers and sisters. Like yep. there was always kids playing with each other and stuff like that. And like I f- I think right now if I stayed in the army, and stayed in Brisbane or got posted to Sydney, further away from family and stuff like that. You know, it's going to be. It's going to suck for my kids because they're not going to have that growing up where they get to play with their cousins yeah. all the time and all the yeah. brothers and sisters all the time. So I think that would be absolutely like that's something I think about a lot is um, being uh, setting up somewhere where they're going to have like the best opportunity to uh, grow up with their yeah. with their family. So yep. well, you know uh, what,
0: like we've seen before, you know, those career soldiers that have moved their kids around mm, like every like two, three doable. years. It, it is doable, but I know I'd I would hold its want toll.
1: That. I, yeah. th- I think like if someone is not a fucking parent currently, but um, yeah, you know, but you know that's a discussion everyone has to have and work out for themselves, I guess. But you know that's yep. the direction I want to take it. Yep. Um. And uh, I guess. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, because we're, we're like. I'm pretty lucky, actually, because where my unit is looking at moving to is Amberley, and we want to move to Boona and buy land in Boona, which is only 40 minutes far. away. So yeah. it's, you know, for me, it'd be the same as when I was living in North Lakes. It's a 40-minute drive. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, Boona's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that would work out beautifully. It'd still be close yep. to work. <gasps> I might have to... I'll, I will have to get posted away at some point. But, you know, for me, I'm thinking maybe by the time I'm 40, I, I would hope... That I'd f- have found something that will enable me to transition out of the army and do something else, but I'll always, I think, remain in reserves. Um, yep. To you know, I think I'm pretty lucky with the unit that I'm in, where if um, if they'll have me, and if I'm lucky, I'll be able to still help with the training and stuff where I am, and something I'm still quite passionate about, yep. and hopefully will be. Um, that I'll be able to maintain that, those relations better than when last time was just like clean cut. Fucking only had, you know, you, like, really you, roles and, like, Kurdo was moving away and stuff like that, but... We're um, older now. You've got more experience, yeah, yeah. so you'll handle it differently. Thinking, yeah, like, have a you know? way better uh, exit strategy than last time where it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll just go work in my uncle's pub. Yeah. Without thinking With, about the no, fact that I hate being around drunk people when yeah. I'm sober. I, well, I like, the time after
0: that. we got back and we were, like, going to Europe and you're like, dude, I'm probably going to uh, not come back. I'll probably get a job while we're over there and just live there. <laughs>
1: And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's yeah, see how sure. that goes. Yeah. Yeah. 12 yeah. hours in, you're like, I hate this. There's too many people. I don't like travel. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what about you? What You got a... Uh,
0: oh, that- what was the question again? <laughs> What's the hardest, <laughs> hardest decision to make? Hardest slash
1: toughest. Okay.
0: Very, very dissimilar, though. Yeah. Um, that, that is a tough one. Well, I would Would say- it be
1: like what, what gel to use each morning or...
0: Yeah, you know, I like to use a pomade or a matte finish, you know, like uh, do, when I go to the barber, do I get the line shaved in, mm, you know? These are the big questions. Um, review my hair. <laughs> send, send us uh, send us a message what you think. Put a post up. I don't know. A lot of people like a short short hair at the moment. But anyway, I digress. Um, I would say this may, I don't know if this will make sense. To me, it does. Hardest decision is when I did decide to get help mm. and talk about- Um, you know how I was feeling and issues I had I think the hardest decision is when you're in it as in when you're in a session talking to someone is holding that mirror up to yourself and actually admitting what your faults are where you've gone wrong and what the problems are yeah now it doesn't sound like from an outside looking in that doesn't sound that hard because you're like oh fuck everyone's got problems mate But admitting it and saying it openly, especially to a stranger, and having you—you're gonna feel like someone judging you. Yeah. Um, Well, that's the fear, isn't it? Is that's the fear. Yeah. And then the the fear of how does once I admit it to myself, what does that make me? What are my own opinions going to be of myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing that on like a regular basis, especially your first few sessions.
1: That's interesting because I I suppose maybe uh, maybe it's just me, but like opening up like that i think like not only the fear of being judged by whoever you're talking to but it's like a fear of you kind of said it before where you like judging yourself and what is that going to make you yeah and like how god i've lost it
0: as in like once you once you say it out loud and you're judging yourself like how do you
1: yeah it's going to change you somehow because i guess you're hanging on to like oh you know It's things that's happened. It's kind of like a victim thing. It's like, oh, these things have happened to me. It's out of my control. That justifies my alcoholism, me being a fucking dick and being a wanker. And it's like, as soon as you go, well, look, yes, those things did happen, but I need to take ownership Ownership. of it and go forward. Yep. It's it's like I think it's a bit of it's it's fear of like having to make that effort to change yourself as well. Yeah, that's right. And you sorry to to cut you off.
0: No, no, that's a very good point. And you and me have seen it so many times where especially with AJs where and it's normally when they're drinking, they will they will start blabbing about their faults and where they've gone wrong, but they use it as that victim. Yeah, yeah. A, as yeah. An, excuse, it's an excuse. Like, oh, yeah. well, I've done this. I've been yeah. through this. It's like, okay, it's cool. So you you are saying like what your faults are, but what are you doing to be better? Yeah, You're just yeah. hiding behind it as an excuse. But yeah, so when you go into these appointments, the first couple, when you really start to figure out or they're trying to figure out where your problems come from and you just have to open up and be real blunt that's quite confronting and yeah. I think that's pretty hard because you don't know you don't know where what's going to happen
1: you've never experienced it before yeah. and wh- what road does this lead it's you it's a yeah? seismic shift like a potential seismic shift in your personality but it it, it doesn't happen straight away like you will change over time yeah. which is a good thing because you like people who are in this situation need to because obviously something's going wrong that's yeah. why you're drinking and taking drugs and doing all this stupid shit yep. um, but yeah it's that fear of change, man like the thought of giving up alcohol back in the day was so terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. It was the same for you. Which part? Like giving up like I guess the vices that you have that you use to um to cope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because you know, you're when you're going through it it's just it's what you know. Mm. So then the idea of I wouldn't say it wasn't that hard. It was I think I always knew that certain things needed to change. Yeah. So, it wasn't like I was in denial of, no, I'm keeping these vices. It was like, no, okay, this is the perfect time to make a change. Yeah. Because we all know what the healthy options are. Everyone knows what the yeah, healthy yeah. options are. Um, Just
1: looking after yourself. Hey. <laughs> no, <they don't.
0: laughs> Just spruiking oh, the car. I thought that sounded familiar. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would say, sure, yeah, that's the most confronting for me anyway. yeah, oh, Very good. Bloody
1: right, yeah very. that one
0: stayed on that one for a while. That's uh, good. Good uh, question. Who you sent that one in? Don't know.
1: Don't know. All right, Madison, whoever it is. Good Madison, job. get your shit together. <laughs> Being pregnant is an excuse. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, yep, that just relates directly to that. Never mind. Um, hmm, what are three things... I don't know if we'll get to three. Uh, you would change in your current respective jobs if you could. So I'm not sure... I don't, I'm not sure who this is from, but... Uh, Three things. Oh, Three is going to be tough. Uh, we'll oh. give you one. I'll give you oh, one. What do yeah. you got? You got one? Yeah. Let me grow a beard.
0: Oh, yeah. Same.
1: <laughs> yeah, <that's>,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, you know what? A lot of soldiers would probably agree with you on that one. Let them grow a beard. Hey, oh, mate, oh, just dude. join uh, SAS and you can. Oh, God. Go on. God, it's not that hard, is I, it?
1: I am so glad I comes to that realisation years ago that I am not cut out not for that. that. Yeah. I am not. That- I'm not built for that.
0: Yeah, no, that was the uh-
1: mentally or physically. No, that was always the dream for us, but oh, uh, we're not
0: built for that. Uh, okay, so yeah, asods the standard address for you guys. Uh, be able to grow beards. Yeah, that's a good one. I think many people would agree oh, with you. What a for me, for the coppers. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't. have any serious chat. I'd have to really sit down and think. Like, God, I'm sure when I'm disgruntled at work and I'm sitting in the day room. I've vented so many things about what needs to change, but right now I can't. Well, uh, I can't really think of anything.
1: Things I would change. I would don't make me wear a hat. Yeah. how about that? It's like, <laughs> like it's pretty. Like it's. I think it's really easy to like see policies in place and things like that that um, annoy the crap out of you or you yes. think are stupid and things like that. But one thing um, I've tried to change in myself is how I process stuff, and that's one of the biggest things I had to think about when I was getting back into the army. Yeah, was letting go of that stuff that I'm in, not in control of, uh, in control of, yep. that was the first step. And as soon as I did that, man, everything's like water off a duck's back now. Like yeah. all the crap that used to like piss me off so bad, I can't control it, so I'll let it go. Yeah. And then the next step to that was that I've started trying to do in the last year is if I see an issue at, uh, at work, I try and come up with a solution for it. Yeah. So if there is a policy in place or there's a bit of equipment that doesn't work or that doesn't work the way it should or is intended to like in defense we have ways of like raising that and trying to get it changed yep. but, like I've raised a couple of things nothing's changed but you know at least you're having a crack at it you're not just sitting there whinging about it yeah yep. um, so I think if there's like can't, can't give you three but uh, <laughs> if there was one th- one thing that I would change like that's what I'm going to continue to try and change about myself is like Putting in that effort when I see an issue of trying to like make it better or change it. Because that's the only way those things are gonna change is if someone raises it and does something about it. You can't just sit there and expect, Oh, that's a fucking stupid policy. Fucking why not? Well I think that's a good
0: yeah, that's a good one. Because I think I am one of those people I I don't say anything because it's effort. Well, no, I I believe like if you are gonna say something, well you better have an answer as to what needs to be changed. Yeah. You don't just say, Oh, this is fucked. Something needs to be done. Yeah. Because then someone's gonna go all right, well, what do you suggest? Yeah, what's what your fix? And then I'll be like, well, I don't know, you think of it. Yeah, you know, like, do it for me. Yeah, yeah, I've got no idea. <laughs> and yeah, it re- especially in our government jobs, like, it always relates back to like policies, procedures. It can always yeah. be- Yeah,
1: and you're not going to be able to change everything. You just got to accept it- Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. At the end of the day, because you know, there's a lot of policies that are in place that you might not have the full facts on yeah. on why they exist in the first place. Yeah. That's not to say that's not a myriad of fucking bullshit policies that do exist, because yeah. they fucking are. Yeah, exactly. Are, but- um, yeah, I think you just gotta try and change what you can and yeah. live with what but you can.
0: But again, don't make me wear a hat. <laughs> okay? I can't stress that. <laughs> right. That's probably
1: my answer. <laughs> um What are your biggest regrets during your time in the army?
0: Oh Jesus. Biggest regrets. 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 Um You know what? I really don't have any regrets. Like mate, you know what uh probably Maybe stay in just a little bit
1: longer. Not you wish you stayed in longer. Yeah, maybe not leave. Why? Or is it the way you left? Or- I, you know what? It's more the way I left. Okay, I think like jaded, yeah, or not having a plan. Jaded. Or- no, you had a plan. I yeah. had a plan, and it wor- plan. It's worked out pretty well.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Um, depends how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say yeah, more how I handled the leaving. Like when we were all getting out, there was a whole bunch of us that were jaded, disgruntled yep. for. Many reasons how there was mishandling of things.
1: yeah, And we all kind of wanted to put our discharge in yep. at the same time. And just time. get the fuck out. Yeah. I think that ties pretty neatly into what we're just talking about. Was, yeah. you know, we saw a lot of roadblocks in front of us and was like one of the biggest contributors to why I wanted to leave was a lot of what we perceived to be bullshit going on. Yeah. But, um, excuse me, um, you know, it, 100% I agree. It's probably one of my biggest regrets as well was instead of like, turning into the person that I now hate at work who are discharging, they've had enough and had a gutful and they're just jaded and bring everyone else down. Like, yeah. Like, try and leave... Well, I wish I tried to leave that place, <clears throat> um, giving as much as I could and helping the newer guys coming through as much as I could instead of just, like, skiving off and going and doing my own thing. Yeah. Like, try to give anything I could back instead of, like, just... Yeah. Fuck you as fuck Well, I
0: like to think that hopefully I didn't... Towards the end, I wasn't one of those guys like that you were talking about. I don't think I was where, you know, they didn't do anything and they're all always whinging. I think it ah, was just, come on. We all did it. Well, we all did a little bit. <laughs> well, I did it behind closed doors <laughs> with people I respected. <laughs> um, apart from that, like, I don't know, maybe like tr- push harder to do more courses before I got out or something like that. Yeah, um,
1: you like, you're talking like conversion courses like to set yourself set up, myself more up on, yeah, on the like, outside.
0: Because when you, oh,
1: actually here's, no. That's, that's, I, that's another you thing, that's what? A good one. Here, here's some good regrets.
0: <laughs> Settle in. Yeah, yeah, settle in. Pull pull up a chair, guys. Uh, How much recording space we got, (laughs) mate? Uh, Here's one I talk about a lot my deployment money.
1: Oh, yes. I didn't even think of that. Here's some regrets. Holy shit.
0: You pull it one thread, mate. Here they all come.
1: Mate. When we. How do you think
0: a guy in his early 20s who you're given all this responsibility, go overseas, do whatever, you have all this money sitting in your account? how old were we 23 24 when we yeah, went overseas. 20, yeah come back and i remember i was talking to this with hobsey the other day who's someone who deployed with us and before we went overseas you always see guys do deployments and then sitting in the car park would be all these new ss commodores. yeah yeah um for you millennials google ss commodores so you know what i are saying um they
1: we come back from overseas hey, you know we're millennials right technically how dare you <laughs> Yeah, I, I, te- I te- I'd te- I'd te- like it even less than you do. All right, technically, <laughs> but I don't we're agrees. not. But anyway,
0: um, we got back from overseas and you do two days. It's called decompression training. And you basically sit in PowerPoint briefs, is it? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. Yeah, sure. It's decompression because you've just been over to, for a war zone for six months and they got to tell you- via PowerPoint how to be a normal member of society. It's like, hey. Well,
1: it's like watch, it's like things to watch out for <coughs> in yourself. Yep. Um, If you're seeing these warning signs, seek help because yep. more than likely, you're having issues. Exactly.
0: And they tell you- like, the, It's a good thing. It, like, it is a good thing. It, it, yeah. it is a good thing. But when you're in your early 20s, you've just got back to Australia. Mm. You don't care. You don't want to sit in your PowerPoint. You want to go see your family. You want to go hang out with your mates, get mm. on the piss, whatever. So day one, uh, I think we finished at lunchtime and me and Hobbsy had already organized to go out to the Magic Mile- and look at some new cars because that's what you do <laughs> when you do the format you're like yeah i've got all this fucking money i'm gonna yeah i'm to buy a new car because i was driving a commodore at the time so we go out we both pick um these two four wheel drives hobbsy gets like a cruiser and i'm like yep mitsubishi trying let's go let's get on board so we arrange for day two we're gonna pick them up pay in cash good to go day two rolls around go to decompression training And whoever running it is like, guys, when it comes to your finances, don't do what everyone else does. (laughs) Don't come back here, buy a brand new car and piss your money away. You know, like me and Hossie look at each other. I'm like, dude, two hours and I'll be cruising through (laughs) (laughs) a brand new Triton, mate. This bloke's got no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) So, spent a lot of money on a car. You and me spent a lot of money on a Europe trip. Yep. And then spent a lot of money in Europe.
1: Yep. And then I got back. Tell you what, we stimulated the fucking local uh, pub economy. Oh, mate, that economy, it was thriving <laughs> when we were there. Uh, Here and abroad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. Um, $100 fucking mojitos, what oh, fuck I that's bought? that's right. Like,
0: Jesus Christ. God. So, I would say I regret being young and stupid with my money and mm. not realizing that I had to think ahead and just- Man, if I could you know, go
1: back into 100%, I would- um, open up a bank account in my mother's name or my grandmother's name and have that fucking my pay go into that oh, man, and yeah. just get them to pay me what my normal salary would have been and then yep. the rest them hang on to until you know yeah, you're smart enough to fucking not piss it up against the wall because yep. yeah dude like but God, nothing to show to the defense's for it. Credit best there. three months of my life oh, don't get me wrong so I had a good. fucking great time yeah. but um, fuck that money could have got spent so much better
0: and to defense's credit they, they tried. They tried. <laughs> they, fuck, did they try, mate? You know? They'd even start their PowerPoints with an arousal, which would be a video, normally combat related, to get mm. you in the mood. They're like, right, boys, before we start, here's arousal. It's normally someone in a firefight or a scene from like a military movie. You're like, <laughs> or yeah. it'd
1: be like a, a skit from like Black Adder or yeah, something. A yeah, a funny
0: skit. And then they're like, right, let's get a lesson. And everyone just glazes <sighs> over. You're like, man, I just want to get out of here. <laughs> uh,
1: I got money to spend. I got money to
0: spend, mate. I got a bloody you to pick up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think. I could go on all day with this question, but uh, yeah. Oh, God, you? man.
1: There's so many. Yeah. No, I, I can't believe we didn't even think of that. Yeah, the it money. Just, um, it just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been dwelling on this at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you've nailed it, man. Like, 100%. percent the same for me. That's yep. 100 the same. All right. Um, well, what we might do is uh, take a quick commercial break. I was going to ask you for break.
0: That, Blair. A quick commercial break. Yeah. Here's a message from our sponsors. <laughs> Hey Shane. Oh, Shane. Shane.
1: Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. What are you drinking there? Oh, just a bit of tea, mate. Bit of, sorry, was that tea? Yeah, tea, you know, it helps relax me, calms me down. Okay, we'll
0: put that shit down. Actually, you know what? Throw it out. I don't even want to fucking see can it in my I face just right finish it now. No, no, first. don't finish it. You know why? we got a bag of Australian Wolfhider coffee sitting in the kitchen, ready to go.
1: What the fuck is that?
0: You, you're telling me you never heard of Australian Warfighter Coffee? No, Let no me way. hit you with some knowledge, bro. Jeez, you sound so revved up about this. Yeah, I've had about three cups of it already. Okay, I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Mate, it's veteran-owned, veteran-operated. Mm-hmm. They're raising awareness for veteran issues. Mm-hmm. They give back to the veteran community. What's better than that? Well, nothing. Exactly. So, like I said, throw the tea out. AustralianWarfighterCoffee.com. <laughs> Check it out. That was empty, right? Yeah. All right, good. All right, and we're back. Quick uh, commercial break there. Thanks to whoever I insert there as a sponsor <laughs> whoever I insert sorry whoever Shane inserts as a sponsor good to have you on board they're, they're good people they do good things <laughs> the best I've always said <laughs> I've that I've always said that yeah their products are second to none
1: so uh, we've got another question here uh, from, from Beyond the Grey from uh, Robert Williams Beyond the... Gro- what? Oh, no way. No, you're thinking I'm of thinking Robin Robbie Williams. Williams.
0: You're thinking of Robin Williams. <laughs> like, Robbie Williams is still churning out hits, mate. Oh, I know. I love him. Uh, how do you <laughs> shout find- out to Robbie Williams. And Robin Williams. <laughs> and Beyond the Grave.
1: <laughs> how do you find the time mm. to keep fit and uh, <laughs> juggle it with work and dad life? Well,
0: thank you, Robbie, for telling me I look fit <laughs> at the moment. Um, actually, yeah, first of all, shout out to Robbie. I haven't seen him in ages. Um... So, what was it? How do, I, how do I find time to keep mm. fit and juggle work? I mean, I would life? say
1: you don't, but
0: <laughs> that's just me. Well, that's why we don't ask you, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's, it can be hard. Like, the weeks that... So, with my son, I have him week on, week off. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard to find time to train during that week because, obviously, I'm a shift worker, so it depends mm-hmm. on my shifts as well. Um, if I don't have Boston, I'll always train either before or after work. Yeah. Um, at the moment with COVID, because gyms aren't open, mm. it's well. I've been getting into running actually, which I have never enjoyed. <laughs> I haven't really run like this since I was in the army yeah, yeah. years ago. <sighs> but yeah, been getting back into um, into running and just body weight stuff. Uh, it is a hard, and you're going to find this, Shane. Like, not that you train now, mm. but if mm. you ever decide to um, look after your health, <laughs> <laughs> um, then yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna struggle because you think, oh yeah, like I'll do a workout at home, and Bob can just. Play yeah. or whatever. As soon as you start trying to do something, they yeah. want to get involved, and it's not just getting involved. It's like pick me up, pick yeah. me up, play with me, you yeah. know. Um, and then around work, it's it is it can be hard, especially on night shifts. I know a lot of people struggle training on night shifts. I train better on night shifts. So a night shift is ten p to six a. Yeah. Uh, I'll go to sleep as soon as I get home. Uh, whenever I wake up in the afternoon, fuck around the house, and then on the way into work, I'll go to work early. We got our own gym. I'll take some pre-workout to wake me up and then i'll train like an hour before work and that yeah. wakes me up gets me in and then i'll do that for seven nights just train every, every shift before work yeah um yeah it, it is a balance and it'll be one of those things where most people find with fitness you you go really good for a couple of weeks you'll feel good and yeah. then you'll have like a couple of days where you are you know you're unable to yeah keep the cycle going yeah and you'll fall off and yeah. you feel like a piece of shit again and then you know yeah, you get back on it you just so. got, yeah
1: you just gotta keep getting back on it yeah, yeah. What, are, what are you doing for well it's obviously, mean, it's changed at the moment but normally it's 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 easy for because it's defense, compulsory pt it's, it, yeah it's regimented but for you every morning it's part of your job like yeah well, i go to work and we have a lot of time that we have to do pt which is great yeah so i think for and defense it's, it's quite it's easy. easy yeah yeah it's quite easy um but, like, I mean, at the moment, I mean, well, I don't have a kid yet, but... Yeah. Are, you, you, are you exercising you, while... Yeah, you just, like, of a morning, you just try and maintain what you'd normally do. Where, like, obviously, you can't go to the gym and stuff like that. Like, so, predominantly, it's just been running, but then just doing bodyweight circuits. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's enough to tide me over until we, you know, are able to start using our gym equipment back at work because we can't even yeah. use our own gym equipment in the backyard like we normally... Or back of the yard. Of the yard, yeah, yeah. That we normally would, but... um yeah you know it is what it is and uh i'm not that upset about it (laughs) (laughs) didn't think you would be uh no good question thanks robbie uh so from mike what's the most enjoyable part about being in the army Mm -hmm. i'll let you answer this one i said it before it's the mateship it's um going to work every day yeah with, with with your mates um
0: I don't think I've laughed so hard in my life no. than I did for those four or five years. Like, Yeah. You think about it, particularly in the combat roles, like you grow up as a kid wanting to go like fire guns and live an adventure, right? Mm. You think of doing that with the best mates you'll ever meet, yeah. rocking up to work every day. Like you said before, like every day you start your day with PT. Yeah. So you're doing like group PT with your mates mm. and then- Just you're hang- paying the shit out of each just, other. Yeah, yeah, it's just constant. And that's why like a lot of AJs are good good with banter. Mm. Not all, you know. Me, you, not so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you've got to be like quick witted. So you like yeah. it's just constant, constant jokes yeah. and mucking around, and then you know you do that all day. And then, remember, we used to do when I had my place at Kedron when I was. In. <laughs> yes. Then all, all my mates, we'd finish work. Everyone would come back to mine, yeah. and every night someone would take turns at
1: cooking dinner. Yeah, well, and I remember I used to like um, come over almost straight after work because you would normally do a, a session after oh, work yeah, do as well. Exercise, and at work I'd work grab a mine. six pack at the bottle shop from around the corner. I'd sit there and
0: I'd watch you do PT. <laughs> That's right. Me and the boys. So I had a setup in my garage. <laughs> I lived at Kedron, and like all my mates would come around and we'd do a workout mm. after work as well. And yeah, Shane, we would still be in uniform. He'd pull up a. No, no, I got chair. out of uniform. Oh, sorry, he'd get out of uniform. <laughs> Pull up a camp chair, sit there with a six-pack in the garage and just watch us exercise. Ever <laughs> the professional, great, ever the soldier. <laughs> duty first, duty first. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's yeah, definitely the mateship. And um, I don't know, like, you do have a sense of pride for what you're doing mm. when you put, you know, you, it sounds so cliche when you put the uniform on, but you do. Yeah. Um, and then when you go overseas on operations, like... If you're lucky enough. <laughs> if you're lucky enough, then, yeah, I don't know. You do, you do miss that. I don't yeah. know. There's just something about what you're doing feels important at that time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, man, I, thought, I can't remember if we probably talked about this, like, very early on when we first started this, but um, it was a book I was reading at the time um, by Sebastian Junger called Tribe, and he yeah, talked about, you know, genetically speaking, th- as human beings, that's kind of how we've developed... Um, to kind of survive and to thrive is living in these small tribal groups. And that's exactly what you get out of um, being in defense and um, especially going overseas where you're living like in each other's pockets really. And you're like living in a very small tribe. It's um, the work is hard, but like it's some of the most gratifying work I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Hands down.
0: Yeah. yeah. I absolutely agree. Good question.
1: Mm, uh, Mike,
0: Mike, another banger. Good
1: job. What's I'm trying way? to read your handwriting now.
0: Oh, that's what I do. Um, uh,
1: what, throw one in there from what are your th- socials. What are your thoughts on uh, blast slash concussion acquired brain injuries on soldiers? And is there a better way of protecting soldiers from it?
0: Yeah, that was... Someone sent that through on Instagram. That's a really good question I thought we should throw out there. Like, um, when, we were, when I was in and mm. you were first in... That was something that no one ever really thought of. So, brain injuries and concussion injuries, you would normally think, back then, most people think of, like, from, like, boxing or yeah. playing footy. That's kind of all you really thought. Yeah. No one really thought about, like, particularly in the infantry,
1: like, how many times well, you're firing weapons I think it just wasn't or, really part of our mentality, like, no, it being, wasn't. being young and dumb and... Well, well that too. Um, but even the hierarchy, we never really thought about it, you know, like... But what, you like but what would you want them to do, like... It's not as if, like, I would not have been happy with getting, like, PowerPoint presentations. No, Because at the end of the day, you know, you're doing a dangerous job. Exactly. And, we knew what
0: we signed up for.
1: And to be honest, concussion is probably the least Le- of, your, least of your worries if you're going to, like, get a vehicle strike by IED or shot or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I think
0: it's, it's,
1: unfortunately,
0: I would say it's part of the job. Yeah. Insane. that, me and Shane aren't experts when it comes oh, to... Oh, fuck no. Um, ...brain injuries. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, I don't know what they're doing at the moment. I know that... I was telling you before, Shane, when... Um, in the last... The last couple of weeks, when mm. we were in Afghanistan... Um, oh, yeah. I don't even remember this. My yeah. platoon. You mustn't have got My platoon were given... I don't even know what they were. They were like little... Um, monitors or something. Little monitors we had to put on our vest that would monitor the... I guess
1: blast over pressure or something like yeah, that something in case like you're that. in a vehicle strike was it for vehicle I think it was strikes, for vehicle like strikes like so if,
0: yeah, if your vehicle got blown up it would basically measure what, how much blast you were taking but I think it would measure like um, any percussion really like even the amount like the force of moving really? around in the vehicles Got you know how like the whiplash? Oh Really? Well, I think, I think so. I don't know. Again, yeah. I'm no expert. I don't know. They said, here's a bit of kit, put it on. It's compulsory. And I went, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. You give it to me, I'm going to wear it. Um,
1: yeah, I, don't re- I don't remember those at all.
0: Yeah, so it must the have been a trial stuff. they were yeah. doing. Yeah, um, Yeah. so I know it that. So that was 2012. So obviously then they were thinking about it. Mm. Um, and as we know from the world of sport, people are looking at concussions more in in you're like rugby league yeah. in Australia. Like that's something they look at now. And I know the NFL, yeah, yeah. that was a big thing. They Will Smith did that movie about a cool concussion. Never seen it. Shortness. Here it's great. You know? <laughs> Send us a review. Is it good? <laughs> is it worth us watching? Let us know. <laughs> um But yeah. Did we answer the question? I don't know. Probably not. No. But it's, um, what needs to be done about it, Mike? I know I don't know. Dude like, like
1: like defense as a whole, like is very aware of the repercussions of soldiers being injured yeah. because it costs a lot of money to rehabilitate yeah. a soldier because yep. you, one, you don't want to lose him because you've invested all that money yeah. into training him up in the first place and two, yep. like, just from a moral standpoint, you don't want to leave, like, break people and then send them off back back into the... Like, thanks thanks for your cervix. I'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> yep. um, so, like, now, like, there are a lot of things in place to to help you rehabilitate but I think yeah like like we said at the, at the get at the start um, <laughs> injuries are just part and parcel like it's yeah. an inherently dangerous job yep. and you know the I think you can only take mitigation so far before it t- detrimental to the end product yeah and basically. like to, to training and <clears throat> things like that like we you have to at some points we have to take risks to get, to get- it's not a- like you know oh shit we're gonna lose some people if we do this training like it's no, no, never no, no, like, like that, that. But, but, but like you gotta accidents happen all the exactly. fucking time you gotta you can't some point, uh, sometimes you gotta train how you fight
0: yeah and when it comes to daily not daily I shouldn't say daily but regular exposure to concussion blasts so like firing off heavy weapons and mm. HE I mean, like that's all explosive. monitored and stuff yeah like- that's all monitored you're not doing that daily mm. but you do need to fire the live weapons yeah to know what it feels like, to know how you live fire, mm. you know? Um, so, yeah,
1: again, we don't know what the fuck d- we're talking we don't about. Know, so
0: You know, we blow up computers when we're trying to do a podcast for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Don't trust us. But no,
1: no, thanks for the question, Mike. I think that's, um, that's all the questions we've got. Is right?
0: that it? Yeah. No, that's good. That's good.
1: Although, um... Oh. Will CrossFit help me get into the QPS from Anonymous? Oh. Um, I don't know. Is this a G? Like yeah, this I think from- so. Yeah,
0: this is from someone at work who knows my views on people who rave about CrossFit all the time. You're a huge fan. Well, obviously, mate. Um, look at me. <laughs> uh, why not? Yeah, of course it will. Like, it's a, it's a type of fitness. Look, I've got no issue with CrossFit. <laughs> Just, I don't want to see it posted all the time and talked about. Just work out and shut the fuck up. You yeah, know? public service announcement there for you <laughs> well
1: any final points mate uh, it's been swelled but the swelling's gone now. <laughs> all
0: right well it's good to be back I'm glad to finally catch up with Shane thank you very much for sending your questions in keep them coming we're going to do it regularly
1: um, <laughs> let's not make promises well we'll like do it when
0: you know Shane gets his shit together oh, and we'll try to answer them as best as we can until next time this is the Maladjusted Monkeys and we're out